And welcome back to Paranormal Hotline. My name's Kaylee, and I'm joined by Michael. Hello. And this is our last episode before Halloween. So everything's kind of getting like spooky now. It's actually getting like dark early. The leaves are changing and it's starting to get really chilly in the evening. You know, like sweater weather. Swe- sweater weather? Yes. S- sweater weather. It doesn't sound right. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. Sweater weather. So just a warning that this episode might actually be a bit graphic. Um, so we're going to be talking about murders and suicides. So we covered the Stanley Hotel recently. And in that episode, I'm pretty sure I said it was the most haunted hotel in America. But I've done a lot of research in the Cecil Hotel. And I'm honestly starting to think that it might be a contender for the title. So the Cecil Hotel used to be a relatively fancy hotel when it was first constructed. Uh, I think the interior actually looks really, really cool for this hotel. There's a whole season of American Horror Story that is pretty much based on the Cecil Hotel. Um, it's kind of a combination of H.H. H. Holmes' murder castle and the Cecil, but the interior design is like the Cecil Hotel. The Cecil kind of went downhill due to its location. It's located in Skid Row in LA, so the rates for the hotel went down and you had people who would literally live there. So you had people who would like, it was really so cheap that people could live there. I always find this concept weird because I remember I watching just, it. Because like, you, yeah. you know, like in Ireland, nobody lives in a hotel, but in America, it's not uncommon. I was just thinking that, like, I remember, like, it being plot points in movies I'd see growing up about, like, old yeah. people who would just live in a hotel because they could afford it and it was just ease of access for all the stuff they wanted. But, uh, like, I was on holiday before and it was in Florida and there was a really bad storm. So I was trapped in the hotel room for, like, two days. And all I had was, like, the actually, it. I'd never seen The Sweet Life, but the Disney Channel was the only channel that didn't have, like, wasn't in Spanish. Oh my god. So all I could watch was something called, like, Petey and the Neverland Pirates and this boat version of The Sweet Life. Oh, Sweet Life on Deck. Yeah, and all I had was, like, a massive slab of Dr. Pepper and those two shows for two days. And the idea of living in a hotel is just traumatizing to me now. (laughs) That's totally fair. Um, yeah, but it's really common, apparently. Well, not really common, but it's pretty common for people to live in a hotel. And this hotel was so cheap that there was just residents who used to live there. And it had a really bad reputation because so it is on, like, Skid Row in L.A. So it was, like, downtown L.A. And it used to be really, really popular back in the 20s. I think 1927 is when it actually collapsed. But in the early 20s, it was really popular hotel for like businessmen and stuff once they built the highways and stuff people started moving kind of out of town a bit more and that's when it kind of collapsed and it was along it's all along skid row that you have massive homeless populations drug abuse and it's no surprise that the cecil has a reputation for suicide and the likes when you have a cheap hotel in an area that's got a massive drug problem you know (laughs) Most people know of the Cecil Hotel because of the documentary that Netflix launched last year about Elisa Lam. Have you watched that documentary? Wait, wait, is she the water tower girl? Yes. Okay, yes, I know of her, but I didn't see the documentary. Yeah, so Elisa Lam was a 21-year-old Canadian student who disappeared in 2013. And she was staying at the Cecil when she disappeared, but it turned out that her body was actually inside the water tank on top of the Cecil. And the circumstances around her death are kind of unusual. Isn't it like they found out when people were like trying to drink the water and they noticed the water was brown? Yeah, that's actually how they found her body because they had footage of her in the elevator. Lift. 
Yeah, and, and it was then, really creepy footage if I remember. Like she was looking out because she looked like she was being terrified of being followed. Yeah, it looked like she was talking to somebody. She was pushing the buttons in a very strange way. Um, her hand movements are very unusual. But to be honest, like. I I don't I didn't want to go into Elisa Lam's death too much because she did have mental health issues and I don't really think it's anything paranormal. Yeah, that's fair. But it was a very strange, you know, it was very strange the way she was pushing the buttons and everything. Um, but the Cecil Hotel has been a hotspot for lots of dark things, not even just Elisa Lam. Uh, not just in a paranormal sense, but like the Cecil Hotel has been home to more than one serial killer. The most famous serial killer to stay at the hotel was Richard Ramirez, who's like. You're not really interested in true crime that much, are you? No, I see enough of it when I go through town. <laughs> yeah, fair. Richard Ramirez is like a pretty notorious serial killer. Like, he's pretty well known, even just in the serial killer business. It's not even just because <laughs> he stayed at this hotel. In the serial killer fandom. I I understand, like, the macabre allure of it. That, yeah. like, I wonder what could make a person that crazy or how did he get away with it for so long or anything. But then, like, you see weird people like did you see that girl who got matching a tattoo on each leg of those columbine kids no that's fucked up that's just yeah. so strange like, uh, there's that's people, just bizarre it's kind of like with any fandom i guess where people will take fandom's the wrong word i guess yeah but, no definitely not fandom. people take it way too far yeah and that just puts me off the whole thing that's totally fair i can understand that kind of like k-pop <laughs> yeah the season is known for the horrible horrible people who stayed there and the horrible things that have happened to its guests with all its terrible stuff and all the negative energy that's left behind. So today I'm going to take a look into the undead guests that reside at the Cecil. So this is all the people who have been seen after their deaths in the Cecil Hotel, pretty much. So the first one I'm going to talk about is Pigeon Goldie. Pigeon Goldie Osgood, as she was a retired 79-year-old telephone operator. And she used to kind of like live in the Cecil Hotel as well. She was kind of really well known in that area. She's called Pigeon Goldie because she actually used to feed a lot of pigeons and stuff. Kind of like that guy yeah. from... That's it. Hey Arnold, that's literally what <laughs> yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> but yeah, she was actually found murdered in her room on June 4th, 1964. The police discovered that a hotel guest, somebody else who was staying there, had strangled and fatally stabbed her to death. She Jesus. also had injuries from with being beaten and her room was entirely ransacked. So it was just completely trashed. Other evidence involved the LA Dodgers cap next to her body, which she always wore, and a paper bag full of bird seeds in her room. So in that room where she died, an apparition is said to appear in the room. And sometimes the apparition is said to be wearing the Dodgers cap that she wears. So it's like, you see the, like an outline of, you know, the hat on top of this figure's mm. head, you know? And that's just a common one that people see is um, Pigeon Goldies. She's not the only person who've been murdered in the hotel either. There was a woman who... She was going to commit suicide, so she went up and to one of the higher floors and she jumped from one of the windows. And when she jumped from the window, she landed on somebody walking on the street and killed Jesus. him. Jesus. Yeah. So they both died. In the reverse of that, have you ever heard about the... Um, I think it was basically someone jumped from a window and landed on top of someone and they both survived. And then like... A year later, the same guy was walking past that building and someone else jumped out and landed on Jeez. top of him and killed him. No, I didn't know that. I just stopped walking that, that way. There was also that cab driver who, um, he was driving a man somewhere and he hit a guy on a bike and the guy died. And the next year, the cab driver was driving the same man's brother and they hit someone else on a bike and killed him. Jesus. At that point, you just blacklist the family. Yeah, that's just not good. But, like, it's such a strange coincidence, though. 
You think you'd like even if you if you were doing that like you were aiming for somebody on the street, it would be nearly impossible, you know? Yeah, like you can't you, unless you've like learned how to aim your entire body. It's just bizarre to me. I can't imagine that happening. It just seems like it's almost impossible, but it, like it's very common for people or it was very common at least for people to commit suicide at the Cecil Hotel. So jumping out the window was one of the most common forms because it was a very tall building. But still the chances of landing on somebody else and killing them is just insane. But uh, Elisa Lam is also a ghost that is said to be seen at the hotel. Uh, people have said that they've seen her entering the elevator and that she's seen in security cameras. Um, and the buttons will push themselves in the order that Elise has pushed them. So some people get into the lift and it's like the buttons are already being pushed. Do you know what bothers me about that? What? If they had seen her like somewhere that wasn't super well known where she was. Yeah. Like, if they were like, oh, yeah, I seen her, like, walking out of this door, and that was the room, like, she stayed in, which isn't as, like, famous as the actual elevator and the buttons and shit. The room she stayed in is actually pretty famous, too, though, because she actually stayed in two rooms. The first room she stayed in, she got kicked out of because it was, like, a, like a hostel-style room, so you have other people oh, in the yeah. room with you. Yeah. She stayed in one of those rooms, and then there was complaints put in against her and they moved her to a private room, but both rooms are apparently supposed to be haunted too. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I'd feel so shitty if I was on the people who got her kicked out. Um, so another paranormal entity at the Cecil is the ghost of Richard Ramirez, obviously, because he's just so notorious. But Richard didn't actually die at the hotel. Um, he did murder while he was staying at the hotel, and apparently he performed dark rituals at the hotel. So maybe the energy from that made his spirit stay at the hotel, but honestly, that doesn't make much sense to me because you'd rarely ever hear somebody's energy sticking around somewhere else. Unless the Cecil Hotel, for some reason, that it has all this dark, you know, horrible things happening in mm. it. Unless there's some sort of, like, gravitational reason why all that stuff happens there, you know? Yeah, it's one of those, like, you stay there once and if you die, you're coming back. <laughs> that would suck. I would never stay there. That's awful. <laughs> that would really suck, It depends suck, on the food service. <laughs> Where do you think your soul would go if, like, if you were a ghost? Where do you think you would haunt? Uh, where would I want to haunt or where would I probably end up? Where would you probably end up? Like your old school, maybe the old GameStop that we used to work at? <laughs> if I haunted that place, I'd burn it to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it was a challenge. I almost did it while I was alive. I'll do it when I'm dead. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'd hate to be at my old school. Like, I really enjoyed my school. I had a great time. But at the same time, staying in that building. Although the building is like 200 years old and there was ghost stories about it. Yeah. Mm. But it was also a Catholic school, so like nobody wants to talk to those ghosts. <laughs> Fair. Um, well, Zach Baggins actually did an investigation at the Cecil pretty recently. He did it during like the lockdown after the documentary came out. And he actually had some paintings that Richard Ramirez did when he was in jail. So he brought the paintings with him and he actually got some weird like responses from them. So he was in a room by himself and the taps in the bathroom or the faucet for any Americans listening. They turned on by themselves. The water just started running. It was like somebody just turned on all the taps. It was very strange. I thought it was weird. That's but cool. whether that's actually Richard Ramirez or not, you know, because yeah, whether <laughs> there was another serial killer who stayed at the Cecil Hotel because he admired Richard Ramirez so much. So there is like a copycat serial killer who stayed at that hotel. Also, he didn't die there, but he, you know, I feel like it's more likely that his energy would still be there, you know? We need to get into the dark arts. 
<laughs> I have a few books on it. We need to do it. No, I'm all right. You you just do one, it, and then I'll copy you. I have one that's like LGBT, like witchcraft. <laughs> I have a cool thing here that I think you might be interested in, actually, because I think you I think you would be interested in doing this at some stage. Okay. So some people think that Lisa Lam was actually playing the elevator game when she was pushing the buttons in the surveillance footage. So she's pressing like a lot of buttons and it looks like she's talking to someone. So to explain the elevator game to you, I really think you're going to like this because I think it's something that you'd definitely like to do. So the general idea behind this spooky routine is that you can enter a new dimension if you press on lift buttons in a specific order. So in order to play, you need to be in a building that is at least 10 floors and has a lift. Okay, I already know exactly what building I can go to and do that. You also have to play it alone. And I can do the that. game will only work if there's no one else around. So once you enter the first floor, you have to press the buttons in a certain order. So it needs to be four, two, six, two, ten, five. When you reach the fifth floor, you might meet a mysterious woman. So don't look at her or speak to her because she's reportedly not human and could like take you away. So you could get like spirited away. It's fine, I'm always awkward around women. Yeah, that's fair. I can never make eye contact with a woman. Um, <laughs> it's why I can look at you, no problem. <laughs> fuck you, man. Um, then you press the button for the four, first floor again. If the lift doesn't go to the first floor, but actually takes you to the tenth floor, that means the ritual worked. And when you enter the other dimension, it'll look like the building that you're in, except you'll be all by yourself. So you'll be entering into another dimension, basically. Okay, so... so- let me finish, let me finish. Okay, I have a few questions. <laughs> Alright, but at this point, your electronics might not work, and the lights may not be completely on. So there might not be any electricity when you get to this new dimension. So to return to your world, you need to press the same buttons that you took to this other dimension. The same t- same way. But if you get off at the wrong time, you may never see your dimension again. What do you think of that? Okay, so what was the sequence of buttons? Four Two, six, two, ten, five. And is there any significance to that? No. So Not the that I know floor anyway. of a hotel, like, some like I know in America they have like skyscrapers and shit. They have very tall buildings, but here the tenth floor of a building would be the top of the building. Like we don't have skyscrapers. No, we don't. But like I know a building where I could do that easily. But that would be the top of a hotel, and they're very expensive. <laughs> so they're usually going to be empty. So when you step out and you're alone, there's n- very rarely going to be anyone there anyway. And there's, like hotels yeah. aren't the kind of place where there's a lot of people in the actual yeah, corridors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fifth floor has a mysterious woman on it, so... Yeah, but like... <laughs> how many people have seen her? I don't know. I haven't played the game yet. Okay, I'm going to do this. What day is today? Today <laughs> is... Okay, I'm pretty sick right now when i'm feeling better i will go to the hotel and i will record myself doing this please do please do all right cool we'll post it on the twitter because <laughs> i know how to get onto the roof there so like if i think i'm not coming back <laughs> but some people think that that's what happened to elisa lam that she went to this other dimension what counts as alone you have to be by yourself no one else yeah but like would filming account as not being by myself no because you're still by yourself but once you get to this other dimension, your electronics might not work, so... Nah. <laughs> I'll bring a charger. <laughs> but I don't no, know, like, not. do you think there's a specific reason why the Cecil... Like, I couldn't find anything as to why the Cecil would be specifically haunted. Like, it's not on any ley lines or anything like that. 
But there's also the fact, like, yeah, some very bad stuff has happened there. But bad stuff happens in hotels constantly. They just make sure yeah. that it's not brought, not even brought to light. But, like, if someone's murdered in a hotel, they're going to keep the other guests away. They're going to say, oh, we're just clean or whatever, and they'll bring in police. There's been two murders, I think, in hotels in my town, like my city. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Why haven't heard anything uh, about one, that? The one I'll be doing the elevator thing in and the, <laughs> the one where I was recently at a wedding there. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything really that overtly paranormal. Like the Stanley Hotel is just... like the, There's so many ghosts seen at the Stanley Hotel even though there's nothing incredibly horrible that's happened there. The Cecil's like the flip opposite. Horrible, horrible things keep happening there. And people see ghosts in correlation to the horrible things, you know? I really think the pigeon woman is my favorite ghost there. Yeah, it's a very tragic story, like. Well, not like how she died, but just the fact that there's this old woman who's coming back at from the dead to feed pigeons. That would be me and cats. Yeah. <laughs> she was two a very well-known, like... Two cats have showed like... up in the last two weeks. <laughs> I'm building an army. You have a lot of cats. I don't even have one cat, they're just stray cats who won't leave my house. Yeah, I don't think there's any specific... Like, I really do think that Cecil Hotel is just a matter of circumstance. I don't think there's any, like, horrible thing that's detracting ghosts to this place. It just happens to be a building that's in a really rough location. And I really think and that's it that, with I'm the not, Cecil. I'm not trying to be bad about bringing up the Lisa Lam woman again, but I guarantee that after that became public, there was a spike in how much they charge... There's not. They actually don't even open it as the Cecil Hotel. It's still stay on main, but you can't, like, I don't think you can book it anymore. It's not actually open anymore. Yeah, I think, what was it, 2019 we were looking into booking that and it was closed yeah. down. Yeah, this is before lockdown. We, <laughs> we had a trip planned to all these paranormal places in America in 2020. And it, yeah, the Cecil Hotel was on the list, but we couldn't book it. Because remember, I was trying to book a, a room and stay on main. Yeah, and I was too busy looking because there was some got nightclub around the corner. <laughs> Goth. <laughs> yeah. But I really do think that the Stanley Hotel is definitely more haunted than the Cecil Hotel. The Cecil Hotel is creepy, don't get me wrong. It's just, there's something eerie about the building. But the Stanley Hotel, it's just more haunted. There's just, it's just more haunted in my opinion. I, I need to know more about this alternate dimension I'm going to end up in. I'm excited for this. I really am like, excited for you to go to another dimension. Like, what, what What? makes it different? What will you see there? I'm picturing, like, the upside down, you know, from Stranger Things. I'm thinking of just, like, I'm going to, like, something really disappointing, like a place where all the Mandela effects are true. <laughs> like, do you know Hannibal, like, I've been looking into him re recently because I just find him really fascinating. Do you know Hannibal Lecter? Yeah. He never says hello, Clarice. He says good morning. Yeah, I actually remember seeing that. That's really weird. And Curious George doesn't have a tail. Oh, that's weird. He doesn't have a tail? I always think thought of him as having the same kind of tail as Chimchar from Pokemon. Yeah, but I think that's everything we have for the Cecil Hotel. Um, if you guys have anything that you want us to read out on the podcast, you can send us an email at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com. I have something cool planned for Halloween for like the Discord. Oh, what is it? Not telling you. It's, it's not Halloween. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Thank you. Like it, though. Thanks for yeah. joining us, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.